Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a six o'clock evening service tonight and a seven o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now here's Pastor Lee Woods. I apologize again. We ha- we haven't got that changed. Um, we do not have service tonight, um, and uh, but all the other things are correct. And Pastor Steve Prather is our pastor, so come on out and if you don't have a place to worship, come out and worship with us, and we would be more than happy to have you. Um, we're going to talk today about I press towards the mark. Maybe I'm not sure if that's really a good title for this, but. Um, Abraham, after waiting for many years, at the age of a hundred, he gave he God gave him a son, and now in Genesis twenty two, God asked him to offer his son up as a burnt offering. You know, many of us would have said, "Well, Lord, that's crazy." I think a lot of times God asks us if if we will do something, and sometimes we don't want to do the thing He asks us. It says. It says that Abraham, I do not believe Abraham staggered at the call of God for the word of God says he rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and then he split the wood for the sacrifice. And then they started on the journey to the mountain and the mountain that took a three day journey to travel. Well, we're going to go to Moses. Moses called of God. He left home. With all the splendor and all of the everything that he had, you know, he could he had all kinds of riches. A bunch of um, then he went and was with the the God's people, and he was around a bunch of complaining and murmuring people, and and uh, it caused him, you know, not to be able to go in the I mean to get all the milk and honey in the wilderness. You know, the thing is. A lot of a lot of times I didn't realize this, but that was only like a nine day journey and it took forty years for them to go through. You know, sometimes when we start murmuring and complaining, then it takes us a lot longer to go through whatever we're going through. And if we would learn to have joy and look to God for those things, then that then God would be able to take us through things a lot quicker. But we get in the old flesh and we need to crucify that flesh. It says, Jesus left all the beauty and the wonder of heaven and came to this old, sick, sinful earth. And he went and died on that cross for us. He hung on that tree in complete shame. You know, there was, he went through everything that we even think about going through. And he made it. So the thing is, you know, each each one of these, these um, men of God they did what God asked them to do. And there's many more in the Bible that you can even think of. But if we go to uh, Philippians, the third chapter, the 14th verse, it says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Are we really pressing towards the mark? Are we doing what God really wants us to do? You know, in um, Romans 12, let me pull over that at scripture. Romans chapter 12, verse 
It says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not slothful. We're not supposed to be lazy. We're not supposed to be where, you know, we're supposed to do everything with diligence. We're supposed to to, to give the attention to God and, and take on the responsibility that we're supposed to. This footnote said fervent in spirit. I mean, it said to be fervent in the Holy Spirit, looking to the Spirit constantly for the leading and the guidance. You know, if we look, at, look for that and we look for the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us, He will. We're not supposed to be lazy in, in, in the work of God. And we're not supposed to reduce our commitment just because we're getting older. You know, that's one thing about my dad. You know, he always he always said, you know, I don't believe a, a minister should retire. You know, when you start doing the work of God, and that goes for every Christian, when you start doing the work of God, it's until you go home to be with him. And it's something to where we, we as Christians, sometimes we want to take the easy road out or we want to do what is easier. Um, Ecclesiastics, I'm going to see if I've got that here. I don't, yes. Ecclesiastics. Um, the ninth chapter and the tenth verse, it says, Whatsoever your hand finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you go. So we're supposed to we're supposed to work now and do what God wants us to do, and we're supposed to do it with everything in us. It says, I'm afraid that, you know, many of us we get we think we are supposed to stop when we get a certain age or when we get older. You know, you you when you get older you have more wisdom, so you would have more knowledge of God's word and you would be able to even do more than what some of us younger ones could do. It says, avoiding hard work in the trend of all of our day. We, we have to go ahead and have and do the zeal of God. And I looked up the word zeal, and if we're, we're doing what the zeal of God wants, zeal means great energy, enthusiasm. You know, we're supposed to serve God and do the things of God with zeal and energy. You know, he gives us the strength in everything. And, you know, it's something to where we sometimes, um, well, we we lag behind because we might want to just be lazy and not do anything today. And anyway, it's just something to where we always need to get into the Word and study God's Word and, and, and um, do what he'd have us to do. It says one of the most damaging things pieces of equipment today is a rocking chair or a recliner and sorry to say we have allowed these to creep into the church just to sit and rock on and lean back and say let somebody else do it I can't do anything you know the scriptures tell us that I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me and God gives us the strength to whatever we need to do so in Ecclesiastics, again, it says to uh, whatsoever your hands finds to do, do it with your might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave. 
You got to do it before you die. You got to do it before you go on to be with the Lord. And it might be just you baking a pie and taking it to somebody or baking some rolls and, and reaching out to somebody. You know, those little things, God sees those things. And there is a need for zeal in the work of the Lord. You know, we have a responsibility to work for God. The book of James, it says, faith without works is dead. So we have to continue to keep pressing towards the mark, keep going for the high calling. It says, I have, I have a responsibility unto God to, to um, teach and to do all the things that God asked me to do. And, and you do too. As, as a child of God, you, you do also. Just because you're not doing something maybe up front in front of uh, in the church or something, there's hundreds of things that you could do that that doesn't that means just as much as being up in front. Sometimes it would be easier to be you know doing the things behind the scenes and and not have to be in the front. It says, I don't know if I have this scripture here. It says um, the Christian's life ought to be filled with enthusiasm, zeal, excitement. Why would anybody want to be a Christian if we were always sad and down in the dumps and didn't want to do anything? Why would anybody want that life? I mean, the world portrays that, you know, we can go out and have a good time. Let's go to the bar. Well, you know, that's the world portraying that. But down deep inside, they're hurting. They're, they've got something that they're empty and so, you know, us as Christians, we even have a greater responsibility because we should be showing the life of Christ through us. We should be excited. We shouldn't be down in the drums. We should be happy and, and have joy and, and want to do the things that God has us. We need to have, be dedicated to, you know, um, working the work of the Lord while we're here. It says in, um, the word says, joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, I read a book one time and it talked about, you know, if, if the Satan can, if Satan, Satan can't steal your joy, he can't steal your goods. Think about that. If he can't steal your joy, he can't steal your goods. But if you give in to being sad and down the dumps and, and not, you know, not happy and not singing and worshiping God, he can steal whatever you have. He's already stilled your joy if you allow that. Have you ever examined yourself when you were singing? I thought about this, and we have, you know, praise and worship. Are you sitting back with your hands folded and singing, Oh, say, oh, there was an old song, Oh, say, but I'm glad. And and the thing is, are we, are we really glad or are we excited and ready to stand and say, God, I want to worship you with my whole heart, with my whole being, with everything that's in me. I want it to rise up and I want it to be that I'm worshiping the one true God that died for us, you know, that, that came, that sent his son for us and, and gave us eternal life, you know. We are the examples to our kids. We are the minor grown. But the thing is, you are examples to those young kids that come to church. You're examples to your grandkids. And are we portraying what God would really have us to do, be in their lives? Do they see the love of Jesus in you? 
Do they see that they are more than conquerors through Christ? Do they see see you? You know, I'm not saying better than anybody. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is the light shining through you? Is the love shining through you? God doesn't want us to be where we point fingers at people. He wants us to love them into the kingdom of God. He wants us to show that love that's so unconditional like he showed us. And, you know, that zeal, when you get that zeal and you want to do what God has you to do, that will come through. And, you know, we don't understand why things happen. But it's not for us to question those things. It's just where we get in the Word and we study and we stand on God's Word and we say, Okay, God, you'll bring me through this. You'll bring me through this stronger than what I was when I went in it. And I will be able to help somebody through it. You know, we do serve a healing God and we do serve a God that loves everybody. But he also is a just God. And if we haven't gave our heart to God and we haven't done what he wants us to do, you know, you you may feel like you do everything the way that God wants you to do. And the thing is, you know, I want him to say, well done and thou faithful servant. But, you know, some sometimes it's where we've got to make sure we have the zeal of God and that we do everything with excitement, with enthusiasm, with the love that God gave us. So, as we go today, look at some opportunities that you can show God's love and that you can have that zeal. Get excited about serving God. It's not a drudgery. It's not something that you dread. And if you accepted Jesus just so you wouldn't go to hell, well, I think I'd search my life out because that's probably not going to happen if you just um, do that. The thing is, we have to continue to serve God, to continue to love God, and to continue to ask Him for forgiveness because we do do fall short. And He loves us, and He accepts that, and He He says, "Okay, I forgive you." So today, just remember that God loves you, and the thing is. Examine our lives that we would be a stronger, more excited, more loving, more enthusiasm in walking the Christian walk. And you will see when we get to heaven, you know, that song that says, thank you for giving to the Lord. You know, you don't know whose life you do touch, but you are touching lives Either way, you're touching lives living for the devil or you're touching lives living for God. Lord, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I ask you, Lord, just to, for us, for you to help us to prick our heart and let us know what we need to change in our life. Lord, that we need to look to you for everything. You said to give no thought of what we eat, drink, wear. Lord, you are our provider. You are the source. Lord, we ask you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you will just examine us. And, Lord, that we will be willing to listen to the Holy Spirit when it says, you need to change that. You need to do that. 
And Lord, I just ask you in the name of Jesus, if there's anyone out there that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, Lord, that they'll just reach out to you and say, Jesus, I want to be a child of God. I want to love you, and I want to start doing what I need to do. Lord, I just believe on you, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins, and I ask you to come in in the name of Jesus. If you've done that today, you get into a church and and find a place that you can worship God and get into one that's preaching the whole word. And you have a blessed day in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 9.30 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 10.30. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. Keep going.